0: Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast, a series for recruiters, by recruiters. I'm Danny Reinert, and in each episode, I have candid conversations about careers in recruitment with some of the best talent that t has to offer. They'll be giving you a glimpse into the highs and lows of their recruitment careers, their motivations and drivers, and their secret to success in the industry. You can listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and other favorite podcast platforms. Let's meet our next guest.
1: Hi, Vince. Thanks for yeah, coming to join us on another episode <laughs> of Secrets of Success. So, how's you. your how's your morning afternoon been? Uh,
0: not too bad. can be better. can be worse. Um, but I think today started really well. Um, mm. I had a really good night's sleep. For some okay. reason, probably my best sleep in a in, in quite a long time. Uh, <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, well fed uh, mm. over candidate lunch and yeah, good day so far, no complaints.
1: Oh wow, okay, that's nice. Um, okay, so I think before we go straight into it, you know, the mm. more serious stuff, no, just kidding, mm. no no serious stuff. Uh, maybe it will be nice to hear a little bit more about your background for people that, mm. um, you know, maybe have not spoken to you before, you know, so maybe mm. just do a quick introduction to our audience.
0: Yeah, happy to. Um, mm. So, uh, yeah, my, my name is Vincent, uh, and I've been with Eames Consulting uh, 12 and a half years. Um, so, I've joined since day one, April 2010. Mm. Uh, makes me feel a little bit older than well, how I'm feeling at the moment. Um, <laughs> 15 years in the industry um, since I've joined uh, the headhunting uh, career. Um, and my specialism is in governance. Risk and mm. compliance.
1: Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Short and sweet. Yep. Thanks for that. Um and that's it. Um in terms of your two two things, right? So in terms of mm. your journey with Eams, um, how okay. has it been so far? And secondly, um, how has your year been so far?
0: Okay. Uh journey in EAMS, uh, I think it's been uh very interesting. Obviously, the different um I would say pro points when things were different. Um I would say say for example back in twenty ten when mm. we first started <clears throat> um there were a lot of things which you don't have, which is uh you know what, what we're seeing as a norm right now. There's one thing very very um uh you know very obvious to to me is uh having an lmd having mm. a marketing team and it's not just singapore-centric it's global mm. doing things like like this being invited to uh an online oh. uh, video recording have <laughs> I mean, not, not mm-hmm. done anything like that obviously start of the the whole um experience beams uh being new in singapore mm. is uh, trying to grow the market and trying to to make all of us prominent so uh quite a journey and i would say um, I think we've grown a lot, yeah. and in the recent six, seven years, we've <coughs> seen quite a number of people here. Mm. Uh, Hazel, Elmer, Adrian mm. has been also with the organisation for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, year to date, um, I I think it's been uh, this has been a phenomenal year uh, for me, mm. and I I don't mean it to. Um, just to be from a targets or expectations. And I think for, for me as a, uh, you know, just for 2022, uh, some of the the clients that I've not worked mm. with as much yeah. that have been doing a lot of work this year, uh, some of the mm. strategic uh, recruitment pieces that I've been doing, uh, and some of the new clients or even existing uh, contacts I've supported over the past 10, 15 years. Mm. Uh, and what we've done this year has been uh, very rewarding, yeah. uh, not just in terms of, uh, placements, but also um, you know some of the things where you journey back, mm. and how and where we've gone uh, mm. from the first time we've met uh, to to now, and mm. also how their their personal uh, career has been, um, and also my my own. That um, is interesting, and then you mm. you sort of like you know there's a bit of fusion between the work and the personal front when you mm. talk to people like that. Yeah.
1: Mm. Okay, I think um, Vincent in terms of his. Um, year so far, um, what he's mentioned, I think it's really more, um, uh, more detailed, right? But actually, I think in our business, um, for those who don't know, he's actually one of our most respected and top performing individuals or you know oh, directors thanks, around.
0: Thanks, thanks for the high yeah. compliments.
1: <laughs> and this year actually has been, I think um, he mentioned the word phenomenal, but I think it's actually more than phenomenal. Uh, that's it, right? Because there are a couple of elements that come in together uh, to our role. And I think mm. based on, I wouldn't say just this year's um, success, right? But just looking at mm. your journey so far, that's why I asked you mm. about how Eames has been and all these things. Mm. Um you've talked about a business evolving um, mm. in terms of IMS as a whole. But what about yourself mm. in terms of individual uh, business? Mm. You know, how did you build um, your career mm. to this level? And how did you achieve, you mm. know, being becoming a subject matter expert in this sense? Mm, OK, mm.
0: Um, it's it, it sounds like a very straightforward question, but I think <clears throat> there's a lot of elements to that. I mean, one one mm. thing as uh, uh, so a start would be uh, all my three kids were born uh, mm. during my, my time in Eames. So twelve yeah. and a half years, I've got three kids. Mm. Um, and uh, I think for myself, my my patch has also evolved. Uh, used to cover audit, used to cover mm. um, uh, specifically other areas, for example, not just in Singapore, and Hong Kong as well. Mm. And trying to do maybe a lot of things or maybe too many things. Um, mm. but I think over the years, um, the way how... Uh, I, I think the journey has been for me is um, uh, learning how to do a few things mm. and doing really well. Yeah, uh, Being able to call a certain patch or certain turf your mm. own.
1: Yeah.
0: At the same time, always have an eye out to see how you can further grow. It's not mm. just a corporate thing in terms of activity, in terms of, mm. uh, you know, trying to to grow an empire, but really, um, just challenging yourself because the, mm. the markets are also evolving. So you've got to yeah. adapt and, um, you know, just be very agile uh, mm. to
1: keep up the times. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And just to um, put you a bit in a spot or throw you a bit off a curveball in a sense, right? Because you mentioned about... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, You mentioned about um, how yeah. it's about balancing a, a few different things, right? Looking at um, mm. making the portfolio your own and, um, you know, <clears throat> looking out for trends as well. Uh, generally, I, I think maybe <clears throat> um, for just for the benefit of maybe more junior, you know, mid-level consultants looking to grow their career. Um, some may actually say that sourcing for candidates uh, is really taking up quite a lot of their time and where do i then find the space and time to look at trends in the market Mm. right how would you then Mm. you know give some advice or how do you then actually bridge this portion to be able Mm. to achieve you know all these different dimensions that you've mentioned
0: Mm, okay Mm. um i think it's a first of all it's a a genuine question i think Mm. all of us Uh, Rightly or wrongly, uh, regardless of seniority and Mm. regardless of market segments that we we cover, Mm. um, we we only have 24 hours, seven days. I know it sounds very cliche. Um, Mm. All of us are really busy. And there's also a lot of 101 things you do in recruitment that Mm. need not necessarily lead to, uh, may not exactly lead to what you want as an outcome. But Mm. they are very important fundamental building blocks of which uh, gets you to where uh, you Mm. need to, or even helps you to understand what you're recruiting for. yeah. And I think when you speak of a candidate, and this is something which mm. I, I still hold very uh, as, as high uh, importance for me, and that is when mm. I speak to a candidate, I always ask them, uh, what are you seeing in the market? And mm. a few of them will ask me back, well, Vince, I thought you've you you, you you've been in the market for 15 years, 12 mm. years, yep. um, you're a specialist in this area. Why, why, why did you ask me this question that you would have known much better than mm. I do? And I've yep. always replied that i i would have seen maybe a little bit more but Mm. more from a recruitment consultant's perspective Mm. i genuinely want to see where you're coming from because i don't think Mm. one person just by virtue of perspective and assumptions, you can see a 360 view so Mm. you have to adopt the perspective of others to 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 have a more all-rounded view and i Mm. think for for that uh when you talk to a candidate you can Mm. also glean a lot of insights because they are Literally, subject matter experts, that's what they do mm. day in, day out. Mm. Um, and apart from that, what you read, you've got to ask yourself, how does this impact, how How mm. does how does this uh, affect my mm. day-to-day work? Uh, affect, maybe it's not quite the right word. For mm. example, in the recent US, uh, China uh, sort mm. of spat and the tensions, yes. that affects the sanctions roles that I, I'm very busy hiring mm. for across yeah. most of the banks. MES has asked for mm. a lot more hiring uh, just to beat yeah. up the resources in that space. So that's mm. just one application of what you read and ask yourself how does it impact your day to day work?
1: Mm. agree. Yeah, I think those are really wise words, uh, in a sense, you know, it's not just about looking at things, what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is not just looking at things from a surface, right, and just assuming Mm -hmm. that this is why it is, but deeper thinking. And as you can tell, I think Vince, or Vincent, you know, we call you formally, uh, is actually a deep thinker. That's it, you know, just looking at things um, from different perspectives, right, from micro level, micro level, hearing another person's perspective and then mm. weaving his own and stuff. Um, okay, I mean, that said, also, you talked about your three kids, right? Mm. So three kids, uh, family, we only have 24 hours a day. So how do you then, aside from, you know, the things that you've mentioned, mm. um, be also a family man or family guy?
0: Okay. Mm. Um, very difficult question because uh, I'm still learning how to juggle and I think um, there are certain guidelines and I suppose mm. um, given my uh, beliefs, uh, being a Christian, there are certain precepts, I think, mm. um, which you abide by as, as yeah. much as you can mm. and um, you hold them dearly. I think most of the strings Stemming into uh, career, mm. uh, personal life, yeah. so on and so forth. I think will be kept in place. Obviously, mm. that's it's hard work. Uh, regardless, yeah. you know, mm. um, it's almost like a duck on 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 the water on the surface. It looks really still, and everything seems mm. to be going well. But actually, yeah. underneath the surface, a lot of <laughs> peddling and you know, trying to yeah, under <laughs> yeah. you know, trying to mm. uh, keep keep itself afloat. Um, mm. I I don't really have. An answer i I can only <laughs> say, um, yeah. just going back to those two to three things that's important that we focus on at work mm-hmm. is it's also yeah. what you focus on in a personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's some maxims or truths that we all know. Um, mm. Obviously exercise uh you know keep your mental uh keep your physical uh mm. fit uh, sorry yeah. keep keep yourself mentally and physically fit mm. so that you can do the work that you do right mm. at the same time obviously yeah. you keep yourself uh presentable um mm. but also uh, a few things you've got to to make sure the family's all taken care of mm. before you can take out the uh you know the work piece so mm. a couple of those things um yeah. Plus, always having opportunities to connect with my uh, family, making mm. sure that I'm not too focused at work and neglecting mm. them. At yeah. the same time, um, you know, making sure that uh, how can I be more efficient, more effective at work? Mm. Um, but that means, you know, having more margins, having more time. Mm. Uh, yeah. So the occasional mm. moments when my kids barge into the room and say, Can you? Do this with me. I just take, <laughs> need five minutes of the time, and mm. you've got. Yeah, then you've got the space for that. Mm. If not, you'll just be seen really robotic. I'm in the room nine to twelve, <laughs> maybe one to six, and they mm. can get me uh, hours around that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think in in this aspect of the the family and work portions, um, it's highly intertwined, right? So yeah, very um, much so. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think you mentioned a few, um, actually quite a number of, you know, very good pointers of how do you then, um, I think when you talk about balancing, um, it's also kind of looking at how you structure your business as well, and then Mm. to kind of suit family life and how in that case, then over the years, you kind of have molded it to, you know, Mm. make it intertwined and how, you know, the different lines actually play out well. Um, Okay, here's the key question. That's going to come along, and uh, um, main one of the main things what we actually want to hear from you, uh, which is mm. your key secret to success, um, that's it, what do you then think is your key secret?
0: Mm. key secret to success um, mm. is uh, yeah, this is probably one of the toughest questions uh, the, first of all, the reason is um, I probably don't use that word on myself then in, in that in that sense. Mm. I mean the the days you feel more successful than, than other days, but it's mm. um uh, the way how I see at least on a daily life is whether it's a is it a meaningful day mm. and uh the days where I feel a bit more successful and the other days and obviously there are days <laughs> when I I feel like my goodness, I, I I could have been more productive or more efficient. Mm. Um but I would say some of the things that uh makes Um, a particular day more successful um, would have been. I think just being true to yourself. I mean, um, I'm just trying to think of uh, an example, Mm. and I would say, yeah, but just on so for example, on a typical day, let's say I'm doing a meeting, or Mm. or I could be doing a couple of meetings. I just want to make sure all the meetings um, Mm. that I have when I come out of it, it's a meaningful one. And yep. what it means by that, I think you have know, to start off with uh, as a good encounter. Uh, being a, mm. uh, Having it as a good encounter doesn't mean that you know all the solutions. But I think when mm. you, before you meet with someone, you've got to think about uh, what is this meeting about? What's the objective yep. of what you want to bring out? Not so much in terms of what I'm going to get out of it. You've got to ask in a more empathetic uh, mm. uh, perspective. Uh, yep. This person is meeting me. What do I think this person is looking at? So, to, to some mm. extent, you've got to do the, the thinking in advance. And to some mm. extent, you've got to go in unassuming and asking the right questions. And a lot of times, mm. I think the people that you meet with, they may tell things a bit on the surface. Uh, again, if someone you've not met before, mm. uh, will probably also want to understand if you're a trustworthy person. And I, uh, and I suppose yeah. if you can read between the lines, you are a good listener, you're empathetic. Mm. And if you ask the right questions, you may be able to uncover some of the things that really is important to this person. And sometimes even mm. unravel some of the things which um, this person that you're meeting is, is unsure or, or isn't mm. just quite getting to to the answers that they need. Yeah. So I, I think that's really it. I don't think it's that mm. uh, complicated. I'm um, being mm. myself. Um, and that's also because if you look at a, a successful sort of journey, Mm. That means it's not a sprint. Uh, mm. no, it's going to be long, uh, a long-term uh, mm. thing. And you, I don't suppose one person can be uh, personality A in one day and personality mm. B in another. Or even just work and family being two different persons. I think at some mm. point, this person may crack. I think it's yeah. as closely as possible. Doesn't mean that mm. you've got to share all the secrets. Doesn't mean you've got to say everything that you're thinking. But I think just mm. being honest and being yeah. being um, being yourself as much as you can
1: mm, yeah. yeah and i think this portion on being honest i think that po- that this pointer actually came up a bit um when we spoke about your family um mm. i felt felt so in a sense um and it actually does take courage to be honest you know um mm. to yourself whether is it at work uh even with family yes maybe it's a bit more personal but to be at work and to be close to your true self. I think um, many Mm. people would maybe agree with me on this front that it takes courage to do that. And um, it's definitely uh, very interesting to see how um, at this stage you are able to, you know, articulate that, you know, for yourself and your career and all those kind of things. Um, And I believe that is a key takeaway for sure in terms of, you know, your Mm. secret to success and all those kind of things. Um, Okay. So to wrap up, um, just wanted to ask uh, a bit more about advice, you know what advice I, do you I get a have? feeling the toughest yeah. question is
0: right at the back
1: <laughs> It's true, no, just kidding. Um, yeah, so advice you know mm. for people who are listening to this, uh, wanting to lean in more to mm. um, your experiences, you know what are some tips or advice that you can give um, yeah, just you know feel free to share
0: your thoughts mm okay uh someone's young in the industry maybe just starting out mm. um you know, i suppose uh m- maybe the the pitch which i speak to people regardless <clears throat> be the hiring manager or a professional who is who's looking out or mm. is thinking about what is suitable i mean typically for, for the first conversation, obviously, just like how I've introduced myself, 12 years, mm. 15 years yeah. in the sector, 12 and a half years. So for someone who's starting up, probably wouldn't have that. Mm. And I still recall the earlier days when I first started, I wouldn't mm. have said that. I would have said, I've got six months experience or one year. Mm. And then you think about it, it's like, oh, that, not sure if that's a good introduction. Makes me sound quite new in the, in the industry. Mm. I, I think yeah. what one has to always think about is use that to advantage, and precisely because you're new in the industry, you've got fresh mm. ideas. It's yep. almost like AVs competing with Hertz, which they're mm-hmm. the number two, but they but they the tagline is we try harder. So, I, I think that's what you've got to use to advantage, uh, always at, at just any point in your, in your career, any point in your season in life. Um, mm. you know, you work hard. Uh, Mm. put hours in have a long-term view of what you do Mm. Uh, i i think that's really important i knew from day one Mm. uh moving into recruitment um into head -head hunting line Mm. i I, I knew i would stay for a long time i'm not i wasn't sure Mm. if i'm gonna stay for 10 20 Mm -hmm. or 30 years but i knew it's Mm. gonna be a long time so Mm. everything that you do falls in order you know yeah you want to do this right because mm. your reputation is at stake. Um, yeah. you, you, you're going to meet this person again at some point in a career. Mm. Uh, you're going to meet someone who knows someone else. Uh, yeah. You know, this is long term. So you don't feel mm. like, uh, let's just get it over and done with. You you think about longer term, you think about mm. stamina, you think about yeah. professionalism, you think about mm. things like ingrained drive, being agile, mm. yeah. um, you know, being adaptable. So, mm. yeah. That those are the things that I can mm. uh, think of at this moment. Okay.
1: No, thanks for that. And actually, those are a lot of um, tips already in terms of what you've actually mentioned. If I just extract a um, couple of bits that, you know, you, you spoke of, it's really kind of planning ahead, right, in a sense. Mm. You talked a lot about looking at things in the future, not just looking at the current and just working on, you know, something that you look at it currently, but really for the longer term. Anyways, um, Anything else you would like to add? I think it has been a really, you know, great conversation and really appreciate you taking the time. But yeah, anything else you want to add?
0: Mm, surprisingly, I had this thing that just flashed through my mind. I, mm. I don't know how relevant it is. Mm. Um, but it is. this is what we called, um standing on the shoulders of giants. And I think that was, mm. that was one thing that uh, that I remembered when I, mm. when I first started. Yeah. Um, so standing on the shoulders of giants which, which means that it could be a manager it could be someone who's mm. in your company or it could be even just a, a senior client mm-hmm. contact just put, could be your family member as well mm. um, There's always some resources there's something yeah. which you can do mm. um, which can help leveraging off someone who's got a bit more experience so don't don't feel mm. shy to ask mm. uh, but also at the same time stay humble in the journey Yeah. yeah
1: good one Okay. I think that really nicely wraps up our chat. So, really thanks for your time. And uh yeah, so tune in to this uh episode with Vincent. I think he shared many interesting things that we can all take away from um and yeah, so thanks see you again.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for having <laughs> me. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.